When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mr. Conway Twitty. Nothing like a little Conway on a Thursday. Mm. You a hee-haw guy, Slee? Does I'm he not. look like a hee-haw guy? <laughs> I'm not, but if I hear something like this, I'm like, this ain't bad. Some of the songs not bad. aren't appropriate for 2022 anymore. It's not Shania Twain. <laughs> but what was the Shania Twain bit you missed? Oh, it's There's so no good. Bit. It's so good. He's a fan. Slee's got some country in it. But you wanted us to play Shania. Oh, for uh, Dodgers losing, right? No, that was Adele. No, no, no. But he said yesterday, instead of Adele, we should do Shania Twain or something. I just sprinkle her in. I don't know why I His sisters her in. dragged him to the concert when he was a young man, and he didn't want to go. And, and she won him over. fell in love with Shania Twain. I, I was buying merchandise. That's how I am with Bolton. I get it, man. <laughs> I worked at the station, and when I was 16, it was, I was playing Michael Bolton. I had to go to a concert. Changed my life. I've been to nine since. <laughs> And I paid for every one of them. Is that true? That's 100% true. That is awesome. That's incredible. How did I not know that about you? I don't know. I don't like to share it a lot with the sports <laughs> radio audience because my Twitter's about to go crazy. Anyway, the SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic presented by Coors Light, Madison Brown Ice Cream, and Black Irish Cream is happening Friday, September 9th. Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda, benefiting the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Here's the thing today on a live imaging Thursday. We've got some limited spots. Now, we're not giving away spots. We're giving away the a option to buy, buy spots. And only if you have a foursome. I don't want to hear about how the other guy didn't show up. We can't have that. you got four people that are ready to play Friday, September 9th in our golf tournament, and you're willing to slap down dough to benefit the V Foundation. Call now. Talk to producer Emily. Give us your details. And then uh, myself or Tommy. Shouts out to you, Tommy, from the Fun and Games Department. is going to reach out. If you want to press the flesh with us on Friday, June 9th at Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda. Fun tournament, by the way. It's great. It's uh, probably my only chance I'll get to play golf for the year, even though there's golf working, courses buddy. all around us. Got, Why don't you come out on a you're, Saturday you're morning working. with us? Play a little golf. Spank Whitey. When? Give me. What, what, what's the plan? Tell me the next time you're going to go. And if every, every Saturday. Saturday. You guys play every Saturday? 7.30 a.m. Tommy's there. He makes breakfast. He brings it to us. Sometimes, no, I'm not going to make the joke. Um, and we're there. I've gone. I don't go every week, but I've gone. Yeah. Travis doesn't go. Okay. Well, Michael's got baseball games on Saturday. <laughs> well, Meanwhile, true. Travis and Tleewa, you're Thursday right now. Let's go, girls. How often do you use the Michael's got games? I feel when like he's got that's... games, which is just about every single weekend. No, 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 no. All the time. Yeah. He And the thing is, is I know. Travis no, I does know, care. It's, no, but it's good. Travis it's, is uh, the guy that if he doesn't hear from you, for he'll send the text. Like, hey, everything good? I haven't heard from you or I haven't seen you, whatever. Yeah, we got to get out on the course. Get out on the course, Trav? Yeah. I've asked you a hundred times in two years. Oh, let me. Ch- oh, and Michael's I, in Albuquerque. I, well, Phoenix is usually the destination. Albuquerque, uh, maybe, maybe this year. You know where we're going this year? Texas. Mm. A little, little Texas action. Which part? Uh, Dallas. The gen- the Dallas. The Metroplex, I believe it's called. Yeah. So we got a little Dallas. Are you going to South Fork Ranch? That's where I go. <laughs> Jr. and Bobby and Sue Ellen and what was the other one? They're missing one. What was Charlene Tilton's name? Chris, help me out here. Oh, it went rough for her though later on. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I do care. I care about Michael's baseball. I care about playing a little golf. I just can't get out there every Saturday. Just out of curiosity, what percentage of times in your life have you said, I can't because Michael or Bobby or something family, but you actually were open to it. You just had the ability to use that as an excuse. 5% of the okay, time. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 5%, 5% is about of the right. Time. 
Yeah, there, there are. If you just said 44%, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty high. No, it's fine because, first of all, it, children take up a lot of time, and you want to see it. I want to be there to see the the good things. I kind of want to be there to see the bad things so you can try to pick up the pieces a little bit and try to make it a little bit better. Yeah, I uh, I like it. I put it to you this way. If you go on a Saturday, I will make a special trip to be the fourth person in that group. Okay, let's do it. We'll, we'll, do it. we'll find a Saturday to do it. We'll do it. All right, let's uh, let's do Andrew in Pasadena. Andrew, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Andrew? Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, can oh, you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, just on the LeBron thing, I, I think that uh, the selfish decisions are there, but I don't think that he's not also thinking long term. Like you said, some of them don't pan out. But I do believe that although they see the, you know, the kind of one with a player option is more of a selfish decision. I think if things don't go well with Russ this year, that does it leaves him the flexibility to come back next year, and hopefully be able to take a pay cut at that point if he sees that it's unable to work out and kind of set himself up to be more flexible. And so it may seem a little bit selfish now and short-sighted, but there's also the possibility that, you know, he could do something great with it as we go along. Appreciate you calling in, Andrew. So he's not going to take a pay cut. Braun is – Nor should he. For those who – because I did see some, you know, articles out there. It's like, hey, he should help the Lakers. Listen, it's not his responsibility to help the Lakers. Russ is making $47 million this upcoming year. From a cap space perspective, next year they'd have twenty million. If they find a way to trade THT, then they'll have thirty-one million. That's kind of that rumor's heating up a little bit too. They'll have thirty-one million dollars. So then you know you have some money. I, I I have a difficult time, but it's like yeah, what about this year? <laughs> you know, you got you got this year in front of you. See, when you have somebody who's twenty years in, Trev, I hate to kind of you know you just don't know what he's twenty years in. Twenty years in. Mm-hmm. This is not. The Anthony Davis piece where you're like, yeah, well, he's not reliable, this, that. Okay, well, at least he's still under 30. He's 20 years in. So when uh, he's not going to take a pay cut, let's say that. And it's okay for his goals to be different than the Lakers' goals as far as what his individual hope is. He's not thinking about the Lakers in five years. That's not his responsibility. He's trying to win today. And, you know, if they're able to find a way to trade Russ or they're not able to trade him, it's obviously going to be an incredible hurdle to see what happens this season. They've put themselves in a really challenging position because their extremely narrow path to success in the short term and almost no path to success in the long term. And long term being four or five years, right? Mm-hmm. They, not forever and ever because they do have you an need advantage. need big-time players you, you to do. come sign and, and they yep. have an advantage when it comes to that. That's mm-hmm. a great catch by Cody Bellinger. Um, that they, they, they have an advantage because they are the Lakers. It is Los Angeles. It is a big deal but we to always also went, that guy. We went through a stretch where it didn't work to their advantage, right? You went through that stretch in the Laker years where they could not get Carmelo or LaMarcus Aldridge or whatever the case is. Maybe the times have changed, but it just kind of shows some of the challenges. Can I – okay, take one of these calls, and then I want to I want to go through that article with you. Let's do PJ in Los Angeles. PJ, you're up next. What's going on? Travis, Steve, thank you guys uh, for taking my call, long-time listener. Uh, I think, in my opinion, LeBron is doing it for himself. I think it's a selfish move. Uh, and I also think the 2020 championship was kind of taking advantage of it just because of – what the country was going through. Uh, that's just my take. PJ, thank you. Guys. Go go a little further into it. What? All right, we lost. I think he hung up. You know, what I want to ask him. What part is? I just want to get more of the details. I know you kind of had your version of it. when he says 
LeBron is being selfish. It's not my version. It's the version. But why? So what? What part is this? I'm assuming they're talking about the contract that he's it's, signing. It, no, 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 this no, no. extension that's, that, that is, he's signing. That is one part of a series of decisions that not just LeBron, but that by LeBron's presence also requires the Lakers to make certain decisions to that, that serve LeBron first, that not mm-hmm. necessarily serve the Lakers first. It's not one thing. It's, can I, it's can a I series you, of the things that I told you about. Let me ask you some questions on individual players. The best players in sports. Mm-hmm. Is Patrick Mahomes selfish? Patrick Mahomes isn't in his 20th season. This is the argument. You, they're, they're not comparable. You make a decision with Patrick Mahomes right now. LeBron averaged 30 a, a game last Al, year. That's not the you, – you asked the question – is it Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes is at the very beginning of okay. his career. Let's, He's not at the end of his career. Let, give me a different player. Um, give me it, a different player like Tom, around. Tom Brady's the best example. Mm-hmm. That that the best example is Tom Brady. And do you move heaven? And, and the Bucks are doing exactly. Look, they fired the co- they the coach retired. Right, the coach moved on to mm-hmm. a different spot. They'd call it whatever you want. They got a new coach, and then poof, he's back. Right, go call it whatever you want. That's what it is. That it's that's the comparison that a guy that's at the end who's still playing at a very high level who still can impact you in a very positive way, but if it doesn't hit, you're in a weird spot. Is it did hit for them? And I mean, it did hit for LeBron. Let me give let me give another just a random one here. Is Max Scherzer selfish? Uh, uh, he got a big contract from the Mets. Yeah, right. And he's at the latter part of his career. Okay. I tell you why I'm asking the question. I'm asking the question because if the Lakers don't give Braun that money. Do you think other teams are going to give Braun that money? Somebody would have. Yeah. A lot of teams would have if they have the cap space, right? Yeah. A lot of teams would have. So I selfish, it's, it's just you can almost say like market value. Do, but somebody else is going to do it doesn't mean I have to do it if it's not good for me. That's, that's not Well, they're going to do it, so I have to do it. That's not necessarily true. You don't have to do it, but isn't that your value? Your value is... Your, your, the question is, and this mm-hmm. is, I, again, I let the Laker fans talk about what they want to talk about, but the question is... I am doing this because I have to make sure that this person, LeBron, mm-hmm. is satisfied with what we're doing. Because if he's not, he could leave, he could cross, whatever whatever the, the, the or else might be in the situation. And those decisions that he wants are really short-term based decisions. Mm-hmm. And they could change from one year to the other. And all of a sudden, if I do a bunch of those in a row, now I look around and he's in his 20th year mm-hmm. and we're in no man's land and I don't have any picks and there is no clear path to this moving forward, that those collective acts are selfish. So there was Tim Bonteps and Kevin Pelton on ESPN. They did NBA all-in tiers. Okay, so they're trying to kind of describe where all these teams are in this window of all-in, rebuild, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just listen. This is where they put the Lakers, all right, all in on a championship this season. And they're, I'm assuming what they're talking about are teams that they actually think have a chance at winning a championship. So all in just on this season. Mm-hmm. They put Brooklyn in that category, assuming KD is still there. Clippers in that category. Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, and Phoenix. Those are teams that they think are all kind of all in right now. There's another tier. All in. Not just on a championship this year, but over the next five seasons. So, like you were describing, probably the toughest thing to do in sports. Yeah. Can you be competitive now and still be building for the future? They put the Celtics, the Nuggets, the Warriors, and the Grizzlies in that category. Not many teams. And that's some of that has to do with guys, teams that are really young but have a lot of promise. Or the Warriors and Celtics, they were just there and you think they're going to be there for a number of years. Then they go in 
just playoff success list of teams. Then they go in finishing 500 list of teams. Still not the Lakers. Okay. Okay. Keep going further in, uh, further on that list. All in on their current core, as in it's just young players that are looking to kind of show promise for that franchise. The Pelicans are there. The OKC. Cavs are there. Exactly. OKC yeah. is one of yeah. those teams. The Pistons. Kate Cunningham. Okay. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. There's another category before that, just like draft position. We're trying to get lottery picks. Still not the Lakers. The Lakers are, I will tell you exactly how it's described. All in on dot, 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 nothing, question mark. It's got the Lakers, the Mavs, and the Toronto Raptors on that list. As in, you're not good enough. The Dallas thing a little bit confuses me. Yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to pay attention to the Lakers part. As in, you're not good enough to win right now, and we have no idea what your future looks like. That's kind of the position of the Lakers, right? You're, you, you put all your eggs in this basket today, but all the eggs in that basket, you feel like you have to have five or six things all go your way and AD's got to play X amount of games and all that stuff. That's kind of a that's a crazy list to see the Lakers that far down the list. And some Doesn't pieces of it I understand. Doesn't sound some wrong. piece of it I understand. Like I, as you describe, like when the description that you gave. Dallas doesn't make sense to me on that list because they have arguably the best player in the league, and he's, what is he, 22 or 3, something like that? 23. 20, so he's 23 years old. So their future is incredibly bright because they can move pieces around and support him. He's going to be the best player in the league for the next 10 years or damn near it. That doesn't make sense. But the other parts, yeah. Like what What exactly are you all in on to fight and claw and scratch and, and, and bite to get the sixth seed and then get clipped in the first or second and with no exit ramp along the way? That's what they're describing, and it, that feels right. There are things that you could look forward to this upcoming year, but the only one that really ultimately at the end matters for the Lakers, are you competing or not? So that's going to be the question. Yeah, they gotta, you have to catch, catch Got a couple work to of do. breaks along yeah. the way. And, it, you know, maybe the, the team will be a little different by the time we get to the start of the season. All right, um, I'm doing the Rams uh, pregame show, halftime show, and postgame show. Tomorrow, tomorrow right? On Friday yeah. afternoon. Uh, Kirk and I will start at 5 o'clock tomorrow. And what is usually – a bit of a kind of middle-of-the-road preseason game that just kind of let's get through it and get to the start of the season. Actually has a very interesting wrinkle all of a sudden. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Yep. On Is this that the day. one you were telling me about, Emily? <laughs> yep. On this day in 2014, I'm doing you, Chris. I'm wow. doing you on the afternoon show. Uh, this song came out. This is also my walkout song from the softball tournament. Yes. And uh, this song gets stuck in my head all the time. T-Swizzle. T-Swizzle. You were right, Emily. I do know this one. On Top a live imaging Thursday on Travis at Sliwa. Top 1%. I really was into T-Swizzle in the beginning uh, when she did that, that song, Our Song, because she was yeah, young and it was kind of a cute, bubbly song. And then the, her later stuff. A lady friend of mine a few years ago who maybe she was in an entanglement, she say, sent me her new album and said, this song reminds me of us, and it's the Are You Ready For It? And if you listen <laughs> to the lyrics about what's going on in that song. Oh, gosh, Chris. T-Swizzle. Did he just ruin uh, T-Swizzle for a you? When you hear that song, are you ready for it? Do we have the song with the lyrics? In yeah, the we can go through all the, the lyrics. Night. Yeah. Yep, it's, that's it's, a, <laughs> it's a bit, I mean, it makes you think. Oh, wait, I, I thought you were going to say dress, because that's also something else. Yeah, that, but no, you know, are you ready for it? <clears throat> <laughs> are you going to fall out of the top 1% now? <laughs> that's, like, that's amazing. How, do you know? Hold so on, you... Trav, it's coming. It's coming, bro. Just give it a second. On a live imaging Thursday. Oh, gosh. I hate this. I need you to stop doing Why? that, Chris. Why would you say that to him? You're ruining my favorite thing. Right, he's in the middle of The his... best highlight of today is that I ruined Taylor Swift <laughs> for Emily two hours after she told us she's the top one percenter of streaming. Yeah, Not so... anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, yeah, so like Spotify does data on all of us, and they will release at some point what you are, what your data is for a different uh, artist. And yeah, it said I was the top one percent. I and it says the amount of minutes I spent listening. I will find it for you and say, say in the middle of the night. It, my like dreams, weekly, monthly, annually. What it is was, it? It's for over the year. Over how the many? Year. How many minutes I spent listening oh, to it over the year? Did, okay, so when you saw the number, were you like? Right on. You're like, ooh, I should I was probably like, That's back about right. off a little bit. <laughs> one of my friends is the top I'm zero, to the lyrics, zero one. Bro, that burger looks good. You said habit? Yeah, Are you right. ready for it? Um, the habit is great. Yeah. Somebody it's, tweeted at it. It's lit AF, sleep. as Kaplan says. Really good. By the way, Sedano and Cap are back reunited this afternoon at 4 p.m. Go be a live imaging Thursday. We're going to have some fun. Sedano, Shidano. Back in the studio after, I think, a year off. He has been on vacation forever. Oh, I, I have it. How many minutes have listened? So, uh, okay, I want you guys first to give a ballpark. What What do you guys think it is? Total minutes. Total, Total minutes. minutes. From a, a year. year. 18,000. Ooh. So let's just say 10 minutes a day is 365 times 10. Is, I'll, I'll say 5,000 minutes. Taylor was a lot closer, and I'm way higher than that. 26,000. That's much closer, a little bit lower. I'm 25,163 minutes spent listening to Taylor Swift. Twenty. It's impressive. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait a minute. Do the math. Yeah, I'm doing do it right the math. now. 25,000 how many, Emily? 25,163. She just leaves it on when she goes to okay, bed. You guys talk. i got to do some dividing here for a second. So, Slee, what do you think about the Lakers schedule? <laughs> <laughs> 25,000 minutes? That's why I love Spotify. Well, Where you can just, also find the Travis and Sleepo podcast. With no ads. Yes. They're just grabbing. I mean, talk about grabbing all your information. They're like, no, we'll just tell you how long you slept, how long you listened to Taylor Swift, what you like in the day. We'll target all your ads. Spotify's got everything. That's how it all works today. So Trav, you got it? Getting close. Uh, that was a technology insight minute from Alan Sleepo. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of minutes. I was, I'd have been way off. So it's not as much as you might think when you break it down like to a day-by-day basis. 
Go ahead. It, it's only 18 minutes, but it's 18 minutes every single day over the course and of the year. And then some days are more than others. Yeah. Like, yeah. 18 minutes a day 18 spent minutes. listening to T-Swizzle. No, that's a lot. Every, that's a every lot. single Every single day. That's day. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's I'll a tell lot you, when, love. When, when she sent me this song, I listened to this song more than 18 minutes, but then it fizzled <laughs> off. Moved on. Emily, were you surprised that it's only seven, it's 17.4 minutes a day? That, that's actually less than I thought, yeah. for sure. There's a there's an eighty percent chance my math is wrong too. By the way, I, I just I'm not the world's best in math, but it's just minutes per day divided by total minutes, and mm-hmm. that's what you get. Thirty five minutes away from Super Crosstalk coming up at twelve fifty five with Mace, and I believe the fill in host today is Andy Kamenetsky. That's right, AK. So I get to do boogie night stuff with him for three hours, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> they get the one yesterday. By the way, you want to know a funny thing? So I got a text yesterday from Ireland, who's driving by himself in Idaho, and he loved the Did you see it? Or can I see it? Whatever. Can I see it? Can I see it? The Boogie Nights drop we used. I mentioned it to Greg today. He says that Ireland hasn't texted Mace or Greg since he's been gone and won't reply to Full their Alan text. Alan Sliwa. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. he's texting me about Boogie Nights and about Travis and Sliwa listening on the app. So how great is that? That's fantastic. I, I, I literally was going to tell you that was the one that got me yesterday, the may I see it? It's the may that takes it to Well, you level. need to ask permission. Politely. Yeah. You can say, can I see it? That's kind of casual, but may I see it? When I brought up that, uh, remember I brought up that biker bar in Big Bear? Mm-hmm. AK texted me when I did that. And he has a story behind it, but I don't think he could tell it. You remember how you, we had somebody at Harris want to know the story. Yeah, I still get that. And it still kind of occasionally. AK had a story for me. I, don't, I have no idea what the story is, but I'm, I'm I think can I Can we ask him here air. in a half an hour or so? Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. Even though he said it's probably for off air. Why not? Okay, so here's here's my question for you. And I think there are three possibilities to the answer to this question. I'm curious if you get one of them and why you think it's one of those okay. things. John Wolford did not play in the first preseason game of the year. Yeah. John Wolford will play the first half tomorrow yep. against the Texans. Why do you think they changed their plan? Um Okay, one theory is this. Just got to get the guy some reps, right? Just got to get the guy reps. It's not like he's playing in any meaningful games lately. Another theory would be, is there competition to the backup quarterback? Is there real competition to the backup quarterback, right? And let's see if one half here, and let's see another half here, and make some comparisons. And as long as Stafford is good, great. But if that's not the case, and everybody keeps saying how great Stafford is, even though his arm and his elbow and this and all that stuff almost overselling it. You're going to love her. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. You can't wait for you to meet her. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that sales job. So I, I think those are the two theories that I have in mind. I, I kind of those are two of the three that I thought of. And the, the most the most interesting one is the one that you just mentioned there at the end. Because t- tell me if this isn't a a real possibility that Bryce Perkins they kept him on the team last year, so not only on the team but he was part of the fifty three man roster because yeah. they didn't want to put him on the practice squad because mm-hmm. somebody could take him. Right. So they said we 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 have plans for him. Don't do that. So they basically played a guy short all season long because your third quarterbacks, almost nobody else does it or or very few other teams do it. He goes out there last Saturday, looks pretty darn good. Yeah. I get it. It's a preseason game. There's not game plans, but looks. You were saying somebody's going to pick him up. Somebody's going to use him. So with that in mind, Mm -hmm. somebody in a meeting says, hey, I know that we're going to have to let him go. And so, but real quick, can I just ask the room a question? Are we sure he's not better than John Wolford? Are we positive that that's mm-hmm. the case? And then say, why don't we put them both why out there and take a look? Why not use your one of your three preseason games why to say, hey, we, first why half, take a look. he's up. Second half, he's up. It makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. right? 
The other sense is that the, both of them are Matthew Stafford. Either he's not going to play. Stafford is 100% healthy, so you know Wolford's not going to play. Let's get him some live action because it's going to be a long time before he gets any. Right. Or the other, hey, he's going to have to play. we got to get him some live action. Those are the other two. Yeah, and, and listen, this is – I know we talk about how the preseason, at least for the Rams – it's not important in the sense that you got to play all your starters out there. That part's fine, but there's these are the types of games where you might get an answer because here's the reality: they might have to go to a backup quarterback at some point this year, and if they do, just kind of have your eyes dotted, your T's crossed. Most important question of all: Will you watch the game on Friday night, or do you have plans, or you're not going to tell me either way? I feel like this you, is a tough you one can to have watch. like a wedding plan that I wouldn't know about until the Monday after. But this is a tough one to watch. Friday against the Texans? Yeah. What do you mean? Get on board. I listen to the game. I don't watch it. Well, you want to hear the first quarter well, up. I want to hear the broadcast, the yeah. pregame show. Yeah, exactly. Halftime. How am I going to get halftime? On the app. Is it, is, oh, no, no. The, I know how to get it, but I'm saying I, I, need, I need to oh, get you the need halftime. The analysis. Yeah. You need Kirk and Travis yeah. to break it all down for you. Yeah, not a bad idea. I'm not kidding. I, I genuinely went from, all right, let's get through this. Let's get to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Let's get through Houston. Let's get through Cincinnati. Let's get to September 8th against the Buffalo Bills and get this thing going to I'm genuinely interested to see what he looks okay. like relative to Bryce Perkins. I think that how they put Stafford, if they don't have Stafford, the, the boat's kind of yeah. dead in the water, yeah. right? But if they have a backup choice to make, which way do they go? And, and I, I'm not convinced that's not what it is. From a couple weeks ago to today, so we sit here at almost 12:30. Do your does do you feel better about the situation with Stafford? No idea. You know what? Let's just wait till like. How do you feel about Stafford now? Just the fact that like the little information right. that you're getting, so the scrimmage all of the that he was in last year, just mm-hmm. kind of under was his elbows bothering him. Yeah, the, the re, he's, he's going through his elbows bothering him. It's not like debilitating where he's not going to be able to play, but there are days when it bothers him more than other days, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. I have a feeling it's going to be some of that. And if that was him dealing with it last year, worked out pretty well. It worked out pretty darn good that a no look pass with the Super Bowl on the line was delivered perfectly on the spot but you I feel did, pretty good about you did it. say something earlier that it really just comes out okay is he good yeah because if he's not it, it doesn't really matter at that point that whoever unless unless you make a trade for like another starter on another team yeah. which almost never happens would you be offended mm-hmm. if i were gone on vacation for a couple of weeks okay and didn't you emily taylor texted me at some point and i ghosted you guys but all of a sudden i sent a text to Steve Mason, <laughs> would, would would you be offended by that? Probably a little bit. Like, if I sent you a text like, hey, how's the vacation going, and nothing, but then that night you're on Twitter and you're just responding with everybody and you're sending photos. An AMA like, on Twitter. <laughs> Ask me anything. I'm on vacation. I got a few minutes. Send me whatever you want. Let's fire through some things here. Maybe I'll do that. I got an hour and a half. I got two <laughs> hours. Nothing. I got nothing going on. Just want to reconnect with the people. Sorry if there's any typos. I'm doing it from my phone. I like that John did that. It's a power move. You know you know how much I like power moves along the way. That, uh, that, that's a pretty good one. All right. Um, the Laker people still want to get in on yeah. your, on your yeah. topics, Lee, about where they are. What are they competing for? Is it selfish? Do Have they painted themselves into a corner? What happens with Bronny? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Live Imaging Thursday, 1230 in the Southland. Oh, 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Is there a reason why we're playing the Groove Line by Heat Wave? Oh, no. Let's Groove tonight. This is uh, Earth, Earth, Wind, and fire. fire. I did my math wrong, surprisingly enough. Well, stand by. Let's reset. Okay, Travis and Sewell Live Imaging Thursday. Taylor Swift, T-Swizzle, is producer Emily's favorite thing. And she reported that she listened how many thousand minutes last year? 25,163. 25,163 minutes, which puts her in the top 1% on Spotify of Taylor Swift fans. Yes. Correct. So I came up with the number. I thought it was 17.4 minutes a day. And what is it? It's 17.4 days total. It's not minutes per day. It's 17.4 days, which averages out to more than an hour a day. Every you know day. what? I thought I did it. I thought it was 68 minutes. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more. I came up with the 17.4. So, Mr. I'm smarter than everybody else here screwed it up? <laughs> I, yeah, I did I did my math wrong. I, I got the, the math. What, was what right. did you start doing? My units was, was wrong. It was just the 25 and change divided by the 365, right? Yeah, I, I, I Where'd converted you get 68 it. Minutes, did you carry the one? What? <laughs> did you carry the one, Slee, or not? I didn't carry the one because oh. that throws me off. In I converted defense. to a, a unit of measure that I didn't need An to do. Hour. A day. In my defense. Uh, every day, though, Emily. Like Taylor you. Swift's albums came out last year. She had several albums that came out. Okay, but let me ask you this. Wow. So Taylor's you have, the, you said you don't listen every day, right? Like genuine, I, I understand. By the way, producer <laughs> Lindsay and I go into that concert. <laughs> That's amazing. I listen, I, I, now I don't listen to it every day. I that probably is. listen to it at least a little bit every day. But if So if you take a day off, the next day you need to listen to two hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> What but if she takes three days off, <laughs> that's where that's just where but, the math gets hey, crazy. Do when the I also comes took on. a long road oh. trip in that in that time span. I listened to Taylor Swift a lot. My dad, and my dad liked Taylor Swift too. What's the focus, Lee? He's going to Genuine's concert with so, Lindsay. That sounds right. She bought the tickets, I believe, to, to force me to go. I finally saw the billboard you were talking about, Slee. How <laughs> awesome! It's when incredible. It, when it happens, I'm putting my foot up on the other chair in front of me. And you know what's going to happen. It's on the first. You should go sleep. I have a Laker thing. <laughs> Bro, that's amazing that you guys are going to that concert. That's freaking hilarious to me. It's not as amazing as listening to an hour of T-Swizzle every day. Like producer Lambo. Hour and eight minutes. <laughs> hour and eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. 17.4 full day. Nearly a half a month. More than a half a month. So if she of goes. Nothing but Taylor Swift 24 hours a day. If she didn't listen for two straight days, the next day she's listening for three hours. Three and a half. <laughs> Emily. Like, where is much of this? This feels like we're doing a radio survey, but where do you do much of this listening? Sorry, what'd you say? Where do you do a lot? An hour and eight minutes. Like, is it working out? Is it? She needs a meter. In the kitchen. So- <laughs> easy, easy. That's a violation. Is it in the. I uh- will um, get up and then yeah, I'll. You listen can do music. multiple things while you listen to Making music. Making breakfast, that- cooking, uh, when I'm driving, when I'm working out. I listen to the music a lot. That's awesome. I love her fandom. She was telling me about Breaking Bad. We were talking about Breaking Bad. Oh, she's all in. I've never seen Better Call Saul, but she just told me about the ending. Which I spoiled it because I was like, do you want a spoiler? And he was like, uh, because I, I just need to talk about it with somebody. I, I did say, uh, and she just went ahead and told me <laughs> yeah, the ending of the show. For, that, was, that was a green light for her. Just, uh, just don't watch Better Call Saul. And then I told her how Hunter ended. You watch Breaking Bad. <laughs>
Well, this is what happened to Fred Dryer yeah. in 1990. Dee Dee McCall and, and, and She Hunter. leaves. <laughs> I, I spoiled one of the cameos. That was the only thing I did. I spoiled one of the cameos in the finale. Oh, uh, it's not going to get much better than this, but <laughs> let's try. Travis and Sliwa continues now. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Hour and eight minutes a day. It's healthy. Other than talk to a you, lot. I don't do anything for an hour and eight minutes every single day. And I don't even do it every single day because Saturdays and Sundays. That's the thing, Emily. You have to get your, your Saturdays and Sundays, too. Is that where you catch up? You know, like we try to catch up yeah. on our sleep sometimes? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, sorry, I didn't have. But you're not, any you're not much that. of a you're not much of a music guy, so it doesn't like for you when you're driving so down, you're on the road all the time. Yesterday, in particular, you're doing more podcasts and stuff like that, right? News, podcasts, mm-hmm. comedy, um, anything good in the news? Yeah, super quiet. Not much going on. A lot of. I really like to a lot chew. Of optimism. I like to chew on the climate stories. Those yeah. are the ones that really put yeah. me to sleep, make me sleep like a baby. Yeah. Do, do you do the thing when you get like a podcast that you like that you'll go back and watch all the old ones too or listen to, I should say? Clips of them. Because a lot of them now they'll cut it down, right? So you don't have to go to a, if it's a two-hour podcast. You could get a 12-minute clip. That specific story is interesting. You just listen to that. Dodgers are down three to nothing today. Yeah. It's the top of the fifth inning. But Tony Consolin was so good last night. Bellinger so he, playing. Yeah, he made a nice catch early in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it matters. You know what I mean? Like, Tony Gonsolin has a batting average against that is the best in the history of Major League Baseball. For anybody that's made five or more starts, 182, no one has done a better job than he has. That's extraordinary. That's not just – by the way, he didn't come up for five starts and get sent back down or have an injury. No, and no. He's, just, he's pitched all year long. I know. And pitched beautifully all year long. And he, don't, he, he won't start game one of the playoffs. I think he'll be the game two guy, depending on whether Kershaw is back or not, maybe the game three guy. Just, How do you think they would do it? Kershaw's healthy. Urias is first. Okay. And then Kershaw, if he's healthy, and then Second. Gonsolin and Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think because it also gets you the the, the left, left, right, left, mm-hmm. which is an advantage for them. But anyway, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care. That sounds so stupid, but it doesn't really make feel me with a great deal of confidence knowing that we're going into this thing. He's, I saw him pitch in the World Series. Right, I saw him pitch in the NLCS in, in, in Texas when the pandemic. It looked great, and I know that was a couple of years ago. That yeah. he's more experienced. Mm-hmm. He's been through some more things. He's learned a trick or two along the way. But the thing, how many times have you heard me say this, Lee? Big eyes. I don't love big eyes in those moments. That mm-hmm. holy smoke! This is crazy. He had really big eyes mm-hmm. in those moments. So I, I think that confidence got to be growing, right? Like it's got to be con- it's got to be growing from Dodger fans. Let, let me set you up with this. Do you remember he was having a lot of his early success, and a lot of the conversation was, guys, come on, it's May, come on, it's June. Okay, well, why don't you just wait till after the All Star break? So we've been kicking that can down the road, and I'm not saying it's wrong to have that you know that thought process, but Trav, he's delivered all season, no question, and, and he's been. Do you feel arguably the best pitcher in baseball? Yeah. Let me let me put it this way. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets into the postseason and he's still great. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, he's he's shown it to us almost every single start this year. Now that doesn't mean that he's going to you know have eight shutout innings, but I also wouldn't be surprised. Gives up two runs, goes six innings. Oh, I, Slee, if I could sign, if I could buy that, mm-hmm. I would buy it. Today, yeah, I, this, I'm, I'm with this you on that. Yeah. second, mm-hmm. I would. If you said he's going to pitch six innings and give up two runs, I'll take it. You would you? I, be I, sur- I will. I will take so, it right now. Would you be? Would you not be shocked or surprised? Four innings, gave up four runs, and they pulled him. 
No, not even a little bit. I I, I think that that's probably. I want to give him. I want to give him some credit. I really do. I, I do too. But I want to give need, him a little bit it. of the benefit. Of I the need doubt. to see if Clayton Kershaw gave up four runs in four innings. I'd be really surprised. Same thing with Julio. I'd be really surprised. Gonsolin's pitched a lot better than those guys have this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Julio. Maybe not a lot better, but better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got to see it. I need to see. It's not unlike Kershaw going back a couple of years ago, which every time he'd have a big moment, it's like, okay, let's see. And then we finally got through it, and it's in, I, we got it now. But I got to see it, man. I, I need to see him. I, I feel have like that moment. I feel like you've kind of gone through stages with the Dodgers. At times, it's they're great. They are. Who the hell is going to beat them? Mm-hmm. As in, they're supposed to win. Yes, you know, all that. Stuff. I still feel that way. I was going to say, today, kind of knowing where the team is and just some little nuances, the Bueller portion of him being out, how Craig Kimbrell has pitched over really pretty much the entire season, do you still feel, hey, I'll take the Dodgers over the field and feel comfortable with that? Uh, if you're, Yeah, they're the best team, so I would take that yeah. bet. But you know it's you know going to happen. We're, we're, we're focusing on the wrong thing. That Tony Gonsolin could be this exact same guy. He'd go out there and throw seven innings and give up one run. right? And he Which left is- with a... Three one two one lead. See, now you're doing the thing. Yes, you're, you're ninth you, inning. Yes, yes. Bring in Craigie. Yes, yes. And oh, yeah. ball four. Oh, great. Oh, there's a hit. Hey, he only gave up yeah, but, a walk and but, a run. But Dave said everything's fun. This is what he was. This is this is what Dave said after the outing last night, where they were one bloop hit away from either having that game get tied or losing. I thought tonight was uh, tonight was fine. Um, obviously, it got a little there's a little He's traffic there at the end, but I like the fastball command tonight. I, I like the breaking ball in zone. Uh, we got a couple nice couple ground balls. Uh, the Urias, you know, shift buster, soft contact with the breaking ball uh, that was well executed. And so I, I thought it was good tonight. Obviously, we don't want the walk. There was a walk in there, but uh, outside of that, I thought he threw the ball well. One of the jobs of the manager is to make sure that his players buy into the manager, buy into the, the, the he's got my back. He's not going to leave me hanging. He's not going to leave me twisting in the wind. But that, you said it, Al, he's not buying what he's saying. He doesn't believe it. Because if I said to you, Dave, if your closer's giving up a walk and a hit just about every time they pitch, you like that? The answer would not be, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> of course it wouldn't be. It, it's it is ludicrous on the on the surface of it all, and this idea that well when when we get into September we're going to use the guys that are are pitching the best. Why what what's magical about September first where all of a sudden we want to try to figure it out then? What's wrong with August eighteenth? What's wrong with that day? Why do we have to wait? Yeah, I mean he kind of contradicts himself because the tone of his voice is not somebody that has a lot of confidence in his closer, and he shouldn't. Just go look at the product, watch it every night. But he says, as we get into September, the best pitchers are going to pitch. That's just the way it has to be, and I think that's the only right way to manage it. I, I take him to his word on that. But listen, if Kimbrell, if, if we're sitting here, we don't have to. It's not like we should have to wait two weeks for – even last night it wasn't a 1-2-3, right? You had it traffic. hasn't been since the beginning it of July. Hasn't. It hasn't. So I don't, think there's, um, I don't think there's anything that's probably going to change the way you or I feel in the next two weeks about Craig Kimbrell. N- other than him not pitching, then I'll feel better yeah. about it. That's an option to do as well. The dump is right around the corner. Super Crosstalk is coming up after that. And you know what I get to do immediately after Super Crosstalk, Slee? What do you got? I get to go to the dentist. It's one of my favorite you, things I, to do. I, I don't understand this. I'm going to the dentist. I don't understand I can't this. wait. I told Emily this morning, I'm like, I get to go to the dentist today. Fired up for it. You literally are the only one there that is excited to be there. Yeah. 
Good you to now you have to get your cleaning clean every, as a whistle. You're, you're cleaning every six months. You're there two and a half months later. It's like, guys, I miss you. See this little thing right here? Yeah. Like, can, you, can you dig that yeah, out brush for your me? teeth. I get to sit there and they do the, like, the little pick. I love it. There's nothing about it I don't like. They get to, get to swish it around Someone and else's spit hands it in, in that mouth? little suction. They were in gloves. They either massage your oh, gums. The suction cup is the worst. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> close your mouth. Yeah, like, it's okay. just so. I'll close my mouth. But I, the suction cup is disgusting, and I hate that. But the, that, that clean as a whistle feeling, love it. Plus, they have a really good coffee you machine. You walk out whistling, don't you? I, I'm in such a good mood. It's like going you to the, put on coffee right after your teeth cleaned. Or yeah, before? Emily. So let me explain. They have. I don't know what the machine is. Like I don't know the brand of it. it makes the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my but life. You just got your teeth cleaned. I know. I'm not. I'm not saying that and it's a smart thing to do. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand. It's contradictory. I, I'm fully aware that it makes no it sense. It's a Jolly Rancher right after <laughs> Oreos. <laughs> just smash Milkshake. a box of Oreos along the way. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. So on our group text yesterday, yeah. uh, Funches reaches out and sends us a picture from his honeymoon in Cancun. I know it's Mexico. It's Cancun, yeah, he's right? In Cancun. He's in Cancun. All-inclusive hotel. He All said it's inclusive. top-notch liquor. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful beach that he's he's on. Yep. And he's drinking Hennessy, Hennessy on the beach. Hennessy on the rocks. <laughs> that Why? seems... Why do I just, likes. Why do I just love that that's his thing? <laughs> it's terrific. We're because it doesn't it. make any sense. We're it's just it, him joking around. Before it's like you're sitting on a beach, and they're you know they ask you, "Hey, what would you like to eat?" And you're just try- kind of trying to think what matches with this. Fish tacos. I'll take spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take orange chicken. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's and the problem with the problem with Hennessy on the rocks. Bro, you get two of those in you, and it's twelve thirty. <laughs> you want to what take do you a play nap. after that? Yeah, no, there's no next level to go to. You've already gone to the the maximum. He, he and Emily's say, right. Like, if that's what he likes, go do you, brother. I, I I'm, I'm with you, but I I thought the same thing. I'm like, not a Corona, no. not a Mai Tai or a Pina Colada. Yeah, frozen this is, drink. But this, this is, is not a frozen said. drink, right? Last week he said. I'm like, and we're talking about the all-inclusive. I'm like, what are you going to be drinking? I'm like, you got to pace yourself. He's like, I'm doing Henny on the Rocks. I'm like, damn right you're doing Henny on the Rocks. He's not lying. Like, he doesn't roll out of bed and say, you want a mimosa, a Bellini, Bloody Mary. I'll take a double Hennessy neat. Or, like, if you're, like, at the all-inclusive, uh, you get awesome. the best liquor possible. You get, oh, yeah, I want some Grey Goose. I want the the, the biggest stuff. You know, get something you can get. Oh. Hennessy's good. It's, no, it's, yeah. But it's it's just there. I don't know. I think you and I are more in the same lane. Like certain alcohols go with certain yeah. meals. They go mm-hmm. with certain times a day there. And you can, you know, you can always kind of mix it I, up listen, a little I, bit. I get but... caught up in it. I, I think I'd mentioned this before a couple of times. You're on the beach. I'm like, hey, let me get a let me get a margarita. Like You sure, want to get stuff that, that you feel. <laughs> right. This guy was like, yep, I'll do. I had you all the rocks. We'll take uh, your your biggest Cabernet. And I'll take a, I'll take a Lafitte Rothschild sixty two. That's <laughs> and awesome. Put it in a coconut. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. drink it out of a straw. Put some salt on the rim. <laughs> the pineapple wedge stuck to the side of the coconut. Uh, Papa John's is releasing a product that is uh, like, you know, you go to Chipotle, you can get a bowl instead of a burrito where yeah. they just take all the burrito stuff and mm-hmm. pour it in the bowl. Um, Papa John's is kind of taking a page out of that. You can get a bowl that's just filled with all the pizza toppings. So the sauce, just the salad. cheese, the meat, the, <laughs> the veggies, all of that kind of stuff. Does that, that intrigue does, you? Yep. 
really, really does not intrigue me at all. <laughs> does it intrigue you? I'm glad you asked. So, um, my buddy Jason Stewart and I, when we were working together, uh, we were both on the Atkins diet at the yeah. same time. Okay, mm-hmm. which with the Atkins diet is you can eat everything you want. It's meat and cheese as long as you're not eating carbs, right, and sugar. So there was uh, I don't even know if this place it was on um, I think it was on Victory Boulevard in the Valley. There's an old school pizza hut, like a walk in pizza hut with the you know shape like the hat, the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they had a lunch buffet where they have all the pizzas laid out. Oh, right? I think you've told this story. And so he and I would go in there every single day for we like shut down the place for like two or three you. weeks. We went there and we would take slice after slice after slice and dozens only eat. and just scoop the cheese yep. and pepperoni and sausage off the top and so there you was, guys were each having 26 slices about and there would be this mountain of pizza crust and not just like the edge the, the whole, whole triangle triangular piece a mountain of those so to answer your question yeah. yeah i'd be into the papa john's pizza bowl i'd give it a shot it's meat and cheese and maybe some peppers in there and mushroom that cannot be Jalapeno. a top seller out. That cannot be I a. I think it's going to outsell not pizza. A, not a top seller, but it could also not be like they can't be looking at the books in a year from now and saying, "Let's keep that item." <laughs> yeah, it's not like they entered the egg, invented the egg McMuffin and created a new lane for their business, which, by the way, happened in Santa Barbara. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, that's right. It's right there on that. State Street, Upper State Street. The Big Ten reached a. Ready for this, Al? Yep. Seven-year, seven-billion-dollar media rights deal. Uh, obviously, SC and UCLA will join the agreement uh, in Could year get up two to of the about deal. Eleven billion. Eleven with stuff. billion with some other stuff. The games will be spread over three networks: Fox, CBS, and NBC will all televise Big Ten football. Let me tell you what I'm excited about. This is a very similar page at the NFL, right? It's a similar page as where you every network is fighting for a piece. That's Trev. Every network, the the NFL, the way they do it. ESPN's like, hey, can we have you guys good? We do Monday night? Cool. Sunday night's at on NBC. Fox and CBS are doing the days. Amazon Prime now is involved. Like, it's, it's, everyone is just asking, can we get a slice of the pie? The one thing I do like about this, and I think it's interesting because the commissioner of the Big Ten basically said something to the effect Kevin of, like, Warren. we are going to help. It's good exposure. It's going to be good exposure for USC and UCLA because they're in the Big Ten. Now you're going to have more of a national presence. I actually see it. I, I, I think it's going to be entertaining. I think you're going to get better games and better product. But, man, is the college football game just reshuffling every single day. It's looking different. It, it, it is. Um, I, I keep coming back to this. The, the only sport that I think we all agree is a national sport, that we all follow all the teams, all the games are important and interesting. NFL. It's the NFL, yeah. right? That even if I have no interest in the Jags and the Houston Texans, if they're playing on a Thursday night, I'll watch that. And people, other people watch Remember it. Remember our Bengals, Bengals Jaguars, Thursday night. Tur- yeah. Turned out the Bengals are a pretty yeah. good team. But gambling, fantasy, and it's football. We love mm-hmm. football. We love to watch it. The NBA, I think, is probably second. And then I think college football comes in after that. But here's the here's my problem. Mm-hmm. You can give me Big Ten football all day long. You can have an early game, a midday game, yep. and a late game. Yep. I don't really need to watch Michigan State and Purdue. I don't really need to see Indiana play Nebraska. These are not. But you're th- not going to watch those games anyways. No, I'm not. Right? But now that they're on these national platforms, yeah. those games are going to be in place of other things. But I don't. I don't need what, to be what, inundated. Let, with let, Big let me Ten tell you which games like you're going to watch because I'm also not going to watch those games. And let me use the Pac-12 as an example. 
if Utah was ranked in the top ten and Oregon was ranked in the top ten, just simply because they're both ranked, I might I might watch a game like oh, that. I'm watching that one for sure. The the same thing with the Big Ten. If it's Penn State taking on USC and both teams are ranked, you're not gonna watch that? I would watch it because it's SC. Okay, if it's Penn State and Michigan, you're not going to watch that? If there's nothing else good on, yeah, maybe. But if my point ranked. is, I'm not if just going to see. I don't. It, it, I'm still By the way, a I get it. You're... regional college football fan. And I'm not sure that the, the SEC, they could give a damn. They're about those 14 teams. They're the only league. But I don't care about the SEC either. SEC. But if, if there's a Bama-Auburn game on and they're both ranked, but, I'm, I'm not guaranteeing yeah, you I'm going to watch yeah. it for, fourth quarter, yeah. for four quarters. There's some good hype behind some of these games. My boy Reyes Maranta is in the game for the uh, the Dodgers. Dodgers trailing five to nothing at the end of five innings along the way. It is National Pinot Noir Day. I I think I'm going to observe. I think I'm going to observe by well, enjoying a the, couple of uh, nice Pinot Noirs when I get. What home. are you going to do? If no Dodger game tonight. What happens when? Uh, um, because that's kind of your routine. Well, yeah, it is. I, it's a good question. I don't know. Maybe you know what I might do. Watch the doc. I was, I'll watch uh, Lene Kakua. I'll watch Manti Teo. I did watch the second episode yesterday of the Hulu Legacy. Yeah, yeah and? It's good. I, I like it. I, I will just warn you, it's basketball Will, will I like it? It's basketball Will I like it? I think there'll be portions that you will like, and then I think there'll be other portions you'll say, okay, this is getting too much in the weeds of Dr. J and the Lakers playing the Celtics or the Celtics churning the air up during, uh, you know, the Celtics were always trying to screw with the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. No, no hot water yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, you know you know what I think I've put my finger on it some of this stuff where I get uh, fatigued on it a mm-hmm. touch? It's the Showtime Lakers because that's my favorite version. And you've seen, you feel I know like you've it. seen a lot. I know it's it. It's kind of funny you say that because, you know, I was saying to myself, I'm like, oh, wait, if they got 10 episodes here, how many are they spending on the Showtime? Yeah. Because they're not, they have not won back-to-back championships yet. So through two episodes... They're still. They haven't got even to that stage. Uh, when are they getting to? Shaq I want to get to Shaq and Kobe. Because then you're going to have to Kobe. Because remember, LeBron's on this too. Yeah, you're going to have to get to Bron later. You want to get to, but I, that that again, I feel I don't have to hear that part. The Shaq, Kobe, Genie, Jim, Bust. Those are the two things that I want. I, I want more of that along the way. Yeah, I don't have to have the other things. They, I, I feel like I know them, or I'm not interested. Showtime I've got, and mm-hmm. the the stuff right now. I, I mean, it happened five minutes ago. Yeah, I don't know how much I need to get into the weeds of any of that stuff. I did not know how angry people are right now in this studio about that whole text chain. Yeah, I got I got this questions. On, I got questions about this. Believable. Mace just sat down, and we're going to start a little super crosstalk. All right, Mace is here. Andy Kamenitsky is here today, filling in for John, and that's kind of where I want to start, Mace. Uh oh, uh, what Berg, happened? You what just, happened? Did you just tell me that Mace doesn't know about this? I don't Berg believe I do. Okay. He does not know anything about this. There's okay. a text chain going around. That's so, all I've heard. So okay, so Chris just told me uh, when he was in. It's a live imaging Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm excited here. about that. Yep, yeah. and he was saying that John, John heard one of the opens for the Travis and Slee show. Was it yesterday, Slee? I, I think, think so. I think so. That he he sent. Um, Chris a note saying, hey, I, I, I like that. That was a funny line. It's about Boogie Nights, and they had a, yeah. a brief back and forth. Okay. And so Bergman was saying that he has not responded to you guys despite him reaching out. Are you reaching out to him? Are you offended that he's randomly sending texts to other people? 
I don't think I even noticed any of this stuff. Am I supposed to be really <laughs> no rankled by this no, whole they, thing? If you're not, you're not. So I was not. Bergman on sounded mildly rankled. This might have this might the be, heart. Are you rankled, Berg? No, I'm not rankled. I'm just all I said to him was that <laughs> this is funny. He's reaching out. Rankled is a weird word. I like it. I, I just don't, I'm shocked that he reached out to Chris, but has not responded to anything that we've put into the text message. Well, what have you? I've not sent John anything. He's no, on we, vacation. We, we, I don't we send. Him sent, stuff. We just sent a TikTok yesterday. Yeah, well, I don't and, expect people to respond to vacation texts. No, the, well, no, neither do I. That's why we haven't been texting him. But That's why you're unranked. Reached out to <laughs> Morales, right? And while he's in oh, Idaho, Ireland reaches out to Chris, Morales, yes, but yes. doesn't respond to anything that we put. Yes, and even I don't expect him to. But the fact is, he's reaching out to Chris. Yeah, I don't I know. Tell base base like I don't give up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm extremely. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed could, that you're unranked. I could go really <laughs> hard on this, but I, I, I don't expect anybody to respond to text messages when they're on vacation. Now, I guess what John did was he was listening to the app somewhere in yes. Idaho, yep. heard something, texted Morales, said, "Hey, I really like that." Now, am I upset about that? No, I'm not upset about that. Honestly, it's too bad. Ways. I was hoping you would be oh, rankled, <laughs> rankled. It, 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 feels no more like a reflection of John listening to the shows in Idaho. It's like unplugged, yeah. man. Like, really, you should not have. Well, any we got idea. the app. You can't. I mean, you the can't app not is so easy. Travis Slee while you're on vacation. <laughs> no, that's I, not an option. I mean, you know, sometimes I will, and I I never pay attention to anything social media, anything on the station, Twitter, all that stuff when I'm on vacation. I always thought John never did either. But apparently, John is listening to no, Travis nice, and Sliwa. Nice, I, nice I mean, employed. he's listening. We'll to take all. the download. We've not. We've. I think we've said all positive things about John, right? It has been all positive. All positive. All but like John. that would mean that John is listening to because you you just said he's going to listen to. Hey, his John, own show. what's up? So he's listening to six hours a day minimum yeah. of radio. While on vacation. I like it. Unplug, John. Maybe the nine-hour mega block in Idaho. <laughs> there you go. Andy, you were in there when we were talking about F- Funches is on well, seven. He's listening to Freddie Coleman. <laughs> yeah. All the way through. All the way through. Yeah. Freddie's Freddy. been gone the entire Freddy's time. Great. He hasn't even noticed. Freddie's still doing it. <laughs> Freddie's knocking it out. Um, Funches is on his honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where'd, so, where'd, he, where'd he go? Cancun. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so yeah. he's the in Cancun. all-inclusive one. Oh, yeah. that's, oh I yeah. love this. So he sent us a picture on the beach yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And he's it's it's beautiful Cancun beach. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's a great picture. Everything you think of. Like, yeah, it's, imagine it's, it's, that it's setting. What, it's, the, it's the Corona commercial that he's living. Okay, cool. Okay? Snoop just walked by. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Only he's having Hennessy. On the beach. He's drinking a Hennessy? Yeah. And so Slee and I are like, it just feel like, it feels like there are certain alcohols that I belong in certain places. And Hennessy on the beach just struck both of us as odd. Am I, are we out of our minds? Look, the whole point of vacation is to go somewhere and do everything you want to do, do everything you like. If Hennessy is what Funch likes... Hello, Cancun. <laughs> okay, that's that, a great photo. Oh, that's a really good yeah, it's picture. A great picture. Yeah, he's it's like toasting. Pic- yeah. First of all, that's actually Funchess. The picture is him in a room, not on the beach. So he may be going with a different drink or liquor. But how do we know that's Hennessy 